off the ball. Rugby. So there's a Bronco fitness test. Keenan holds the record in rugby full stop. Second is Bowden Barrett. Wow. So like that's the level of freak of fitness this guy is. Join in the obsession. Subscribe now at offtheball.com forward slash join. Off the ball. GAA. Uh, Larry McCarthy, Uchtaron, coming Luke Cascale. This is a, a big day today, the pathway to integration. The target has been set for 2027. Was it important to get a number on paper? It was important to put a, a, a target year out there, certainly it was. So um, we can sort of look forward to that and work towards that. Um, and so we, we've decided on 2027 because we think we're well capable of making it by, by that year. You say that, uh, it's a huge undertaking, like bringing together one club, one county board, one president of the associations. It's absolutely a massive task. And I mean, I I said in my comments as well that I'm not so sure that there's any other sport organisations in the world that have tried to do it with bringing three organisations together through massive associations. Um, They've done it with with two on the the island of Ireland in terms of the golfing union and the ILGU. Um, And that took them five years. Um, And we've been very, very ambitious, I think, in terms of 2027, but we're well capable of doing it. You're at a very interesting vantage point. You've obviously been working a lot on this over the last little while. You're into your final week as president of the GEA. What do you see as being the biggest hurdle over the next little while? I think the, the three Fs will always be the, the challenges for us, the fixtures, the finance and, and the facilities. Um, but we'll keep working on those. Um, we'll, we'll expand the number of facilities we have with, with public facilities, I would hope, and with government hope. But the three Fs are always going to be the challenge. You know all too well about, uh, I suppose, politics in the GEA and, and democracy and getting things over the line and the nuances that are involved. Is getting everybody on board for this, is that going to be an easy thing to do? I know on paper it's idealistic and we want it to happen and it's going to happen at some stage, but there is a lot of challenges to make this happen before 2027. Well, there's an awful lot of challenges and we recognise that and, and there will be some resistance to it, not only in the GA but in, in the two other associations as well. But ultimately we will drive it on because the membership want it and, and they've said it to us in, in, in a number of ways. They said it to us in the, in the survey that Mary McAleese alluded to, but they also said it in terms of the strategic plan that we, we wrote in 2020. 2021 maybe um, and we titled that Aintus and we titled it for a reason we were heading in this direction yeah, and, and all signs are, are that we are going in that direction. And today is a big day in terms of that. Uh, with regards to jobs, it's been said that there won't be job losses, that there actually could be jobs created. One of the jobs that will have to change will be, I suppose, a restructure is a president of the association. How could you envisage that working? Well, we are going to have one new association at the end of the day. And so we, we will select a president and the, the, the talent um, from that person will, will rise, to the, rise to the top, obviously. Um, and whether they have a bad background in Cromogie or LGFA or GEA, they're going to be president of this GEA association going forward. Uh, fixtures is a big thing that came up at the top table. It was put towards um, the president of the LGFA and the president of the Camogie Association. Is that something that could impact the GEA going forward now as well, given that all three are going to be under the one umbrella? Well, it'll impact them in terms of the, the new association. There'll be a fixtures um, committee in the new association. So, I mean, ultimately, they'll tease out everything. So, it's yeah, really I mean, tough enough to get all our games played within the split season, you know? Well, it, it, it is. But, I mean, we're, we're well up for it. And, I mean, you know, we'll coordinate them and coordinate them all the games very, very well. Uh, two quick ones. You're into your final week. Uh, Congress is this week. There's plenty of other things happening. Uh, what are you looking forward to this week and what are you not looking forward to? 
I'm not looking forward to finishing up because I've enjoyed the job so much. I'm looking forward to finishing up and taking a rest. So if I can square those two ideas. Um, look, well, Congress is always a, a wonderful occasion. Um, and Jarrett is obviously taking over and I wish him all the best in terms of his new position here. Um, there's, not, there's nothing that I'm not looking forward to in terms of Congress, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, Twenty odd years ago, uh, Sean Kelly, as president of the GA, was involved in a, we'll say, a steering group that this is a bit of a curveball now, but that put in place a plan to get Gaelic Games moving again in Dublin. I'm not sure if you've seen this come up over the last couple of weeks, but Michael Foley in the Sunday Times mentioned it, and Michael Moynihan, author of GA Economics, mentioned it to me last week as well. They both feel that Cork may need an injection like that in terms of the, the lack of senior clubs now in the city, the, the fact that it's struggling in urban areas. Is that something that you would like to see considered over the next little while, that a county like Cork needs possibly the same plan and structure that was put in place in Dublin in terms of coaching and development and I suppose uh, inspiring the game in the city again. I, I'm not so sure. That's the first. This is the first time I've ever heard that. Um, but I mean, Cork still, Cork City still has the number of senior clubs. I mean, the Glen, the Pierce, the Bars, the Rockies, um, Bishopstone. Oh, still, they've been they've been relegated from their divisions. But I mean, you know, they can come back up. Nobody has a divine right to be in a senior hurling in Cork or anywhere else for that matter. So I mean, um, I'm not so sure. I, I hadn't thought about it in that context about an infusion of help into Cork. City. Um. It obviously had a knock-on impact in Dublin. We've seen what's happened in terms of Gaelic Games in the capital. It's been huge. Um, the, the redress, I suppose, of the Games Development Grant, is that something that's that you're happy with that's already taken place over the last couple of years because the numbers would suggest that that really hasn't gone through over the last little while, I suppose. The I'm very happy with the, the new funding model we've put in place. It needs time to bid in. Okay, is that it? So we just haven't seen it yet? We have. What can we expect to see? Well, I mean, the, the, let the funding model and let the, 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 the funds flow through the model. It has, we changed it. We're in the course of changing it. Um, so ultimately, I mean, it'll take time for that to, to have its impact. Can you give us an example of how we might see that transpire in the next couple of years? Not, not at this stage. I mean, I, I don't have a silver ball to say, right, how this is going to happen. Um, but, I mean, the funding model has been altered um, and the funding will flow through to the county boards across the country. Do you have a, I know we're talking about steering groups and setting targets here. Do you, do you know when that might be? I have no idea. Larry, thanks for chatting to me. All right. Hilda Bresen, uh, president of the Camogie Association. Today is a significant day in terms of bringing us to 2027. That's the target that has been set for the three associations to merge. Are you confident that we can get there by 2027? Absolutely. Um, it's an achievable date, 2027, and I'm very confident that it will be achieved. Um, I don't think I see it as a target. I think we're going to do it, and it will be 2027 in my view. Uh, th there's a probably a scarcity of detail at the minute in terms of how that is going to happen. W why is that? I think to be very fair, we, we have to look at the issues and, and we have the working groups and we'll have to expand that and a lot of this will be moulded by those working groups. We have a very high level view of how it is um, but we don't want to come out with details and then have to change them or do U-turns, I suppose and it's not even about U-turns. Things will come across this that we haven't got into the minute detail and they will be adapted. So I think what was really important today was that this now expands outside the steering group. So the steering
engineering group in many ways has been working so hard for 18 months but it's been a quite closed knit group. We now need to bring this out forward and the announcement today allows us to do that and as we move through 2024 we will see more things coming and it will become a lot more visible what is going to be like by 2027. So we've all of 2024, all of 2025, all of 2026, and then you're saying it's going to happen in 2027. What are the key things for you that we, we need to get over the line and get people on board with straight away? Um, well, we know people are on board. I suppose the reality is we know people are on board. We've done the listening and we know over 90% of people are saying this is what they want. To me, we just need to start working together. So we need to put in place structures that people can say, that's how I do it. And a lot of the time, that's what we were hearing. Tell me how we achieve this. Tell me how we can help. And what we're now going to be saying is we're going to come out with one club structures. And when we talk about one club, I suppose what we're saying to people is we're not suggesting that one club means you have to play every game. It is going to be a structure that will allow you to play every game. Um, and then that will depend on where you are and what's the different uh, things or sports around you. That will happen very quickly. We will see one county, one province um, and ultimately one Congress. And I suppose as we transition over that, that's what's going to happen. I think, um, to be very fair, the working groups will take off now. Um, and that's right, because they are the people with the expertise on fixtures, on the constitution, on governance, on the facilities. And we need to do that and we need to bring all of that work out into the open. Uh, some of the hurdles that have been mentioned and you've, you've kind of listed out some of the, I suppose, mergers that we're expecting in terms of the club, the county, the province, the Congress, the presidents. Um, finance is one thing. So how would you envisage this coming to fruition in terms of the finance of the association? We've been hearing from the GA in recent weeks, the crazy spend that's happening at inter-county level. Is that going to be a, an issue now when we have to get equality, of course, for the Ladies Football Association and the Camogie players once they come on board? Well, we're talking about equity for everybody, not just for ladies football um, and the Camogie Association. We're talking about equity for all of our members. And that's very important that all of our members will be treated the same. So it shouldn't matter where you play the game. It shouldn't matter how good your county is doing. You should be treated the same. And I suppose what we bring to the table and what we lend to the table is the growth of women's sports and the growth of ladies football and Camogie with limited resources. And we're now saying we've adapted very strongly on the resources that we have. We now bring a commercial opportunity, which I've said on a number of occasions, and um, we bring a commercial opportunity to the GAA that if, you know, we they now have all of the codes, we now will be marketing all of the codes, both the male and the female codes and, me and sports, a vast membership, an open opportunity. If I was a commercial sponsor, I'd be rubbing my hands and saying, isn't this wonderful? I can drive this on and we can drive on the commercial revenue Avenue, um, which I think then will in, in turn finance this. And we've been very clear to government. We have been very clear to government. If you want 60% of the population playing sport by 2027, which is the right thing, which is the government target, we as a Gaelic Games family will play our part in that. But that will require investment. And if we invest now into supports, sport going forward, the achievement and the payback in 10, 20 years' time is unimaginable. Chasing commercial opportunities is going to be one thing, and that's, there's definitely going to be opportunity there. Leaning on the government for assistance in this is going to be massive as well. Mary McAleese spoke about that too. Uh, where else do you think that the resources are going to come from to make this happen? 
I think we're going to work smarter. Um, and I, I said that at the press conference. Everything is going to change. So everything is on the table here. So I mean, we talk about current spend and how we do current spend. That is open for discussion now. And we're going to be very clear. We're going to take the best of the three associations and we're going to drive it forward. And maybe to be very fair to all of our associations, it's going to be an opportunity to look at how we do things. We maybe don't do it right at the moment and we don't do it perfectly. But for instance, I mean, Camogie is growing in areas where hurling isn't growing. Camogie is prominent in Ulster. It has three Ulster senior counties. So, I mean, if I was to say to hurling, we've got three senior, you know, we can grow this sport. We can grow hurling. We can grow football. We can grow it in areas maybe where we can transform those counties. Uh, finally, fixtures is obviously a topic that often comes up when it comes to the issues that the LJFA and the Camogie Associations share. You mentioned in the press conference, you said that 90% of the time you're getting it right, I'm putting a figure in your mouth there, but it's, it's the, the, the occasions that it flares up is the problem. How can that be fixed now that we have another association in it and the GEA have their own problems in, sort, in terms of sorting fixtures? Then? I think quite simply we'll all be in the one room so it'll be so much easier because the allocation of resources, the allocation of playing time, the allocation of broadcasting, of commercial opportunities will all be done in the one room and we'll all be able to plan together um, and I suppose that is one of the issues. It does work well together, it works well an awful lot of the time but where it probably falls down is access to a facility or access to a TV times and um, so it's not that we don't want to work together, we always want to get work together but the fall down maybe is in that and so the planning will allow us to do this together and um, so I really genuinely do think that this would be so much easier if I was um, chair of competitions which I was for a number of years if I was chair of competitions I would be saying this is wonderful because I'm going to be in the room now and I'm going to be able to look at all of this and fix it. Hilda, you've obviously done a lot of work on this over the last little while and your term as president is finishing up in April. Are you finished now with this steering group? Are you, is there a way that you're going to be involved again or are you happy with where it's headed and you're just going to leave it at that? Um, I think to be fair, look, I've got it here um, and other people. And, and this isn't about people. This isn't about personalities. But we've been very clear about this. This has to work over relevant who is in the seats. And we've said that it is not the personalities that will drive this forward. It is the membership and the structures. Um, and I look like every member, I'm going to be waiting for 2027 to come and to see this new association. Um, and I think it'll be wonderful when we get it there. Hilda Breslin, thanks for your time. Thanks very much. Off the ball, GAA.